When you think of the word cheerleader, what comes to mind? The popular girl in high school? The pretty girl who seemed to get everything she wanted? What about a professional cheerleader for the NFL, NBA, or NHL? After being an NFL cheerleader for five years, I've seen it all and experienced everything that comes with being on 100% of the time. And let me tell you, it ain't easy, my friends. My name is Jasmine Neely, current NFL cheerleader and entrepreneur. I help women and men show up as their best selves for auditions to make the team of their wildest dreams, all while change the narrative about professional cheerleading. You'd be surprised by the amount of questions we get about what it's like and just the random questions people ask us. Cheerleaders are people with real lives and real problems. On this show, we get real and raw and show the true side of the person behind the palms. We dispel myths about professional cheerleading through firsthand stories and reveal everything that makes us imperfect by saying, I'm perfect. But that's not all, folks. We give those wanting to wear that special uniform or be on that court, field, or ice the very best tips on how to successfully make the team of their dreams and thrive as a member of a professional cheerleading organization. We're all about inspired and healthy action to reach our goals. Lastly, we integrate professional cheerleading in all aspects of our lives from finances to spirituality to mind and body. We learn how to connect and balance. So are you ready to get started? Grab your favorite drink or snack, pull up a chair and join the conversation. This is the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. When I was on a team for five years, every time I made the team, I was already thinking about the next year and the year after. And it's funny because when you're in it, you're constantly thinking about the future. And I know women and men who are on teams right now, when they're, they're already thinking about, am I going to do it next year? When am I going to stop this? What is my tenure on this team? How long am I going to be on this team? And a lot of times, pro cheerleaders have that conversation early on in the season. Some may decide to continue with it when they first start a season. Some may go into it knowing it's their last season. And some are on the fence. Some might not know if it's going to be their last season, whether they're going to retire. Whatever the case may be, I will say it is a hard thing to do. It is, and I'm speaking from experience here, it is so hard to walk away from something that brings you so much joy and light and friendships and bonding And just dancing and performing, which I love. And I know, I know how that feels to walk away from something that gave you so many good friends and just memories and opportunities. It is really hard to retire from pro cheerleading. 
and just to retire from one team. Now, some people might not retire from pro cheerleading altogether. However, they may retire just from one team and still look for other opportunities. But once you've kind of established yourself in an organization, you've met so many people and then you have to say goodbye. That's terrifying in a sense because you know your time is limited. It's kind of like, do you know how long you're going to live on this earth kind of thing? And I will say some teams, they do have a limit to when you can be on the team. So newsflash, if you didn't know, some teams, you can only be on that team. They have a three-year limit or they have a five-year limit or they have a 10-year limit. You can't be on a team for forever. And it makes sense because one, we're not paid salary. Pro cheerleaders aren't paid salary. And two, pro cheerleaders have, I mean, you have to have other people come into the program, give people other chances because that's why they have auditions every year. It's to create a new team. Every team is different each and every single year. So when a pro cheerleader says that it's her last year, don't believe her or him. Because you truly will never know if it's somebody's last year until that next round of auditions begins. And whether they show up or not, that's how you know. (laughs) I've seen it happen multiple times even during auditions where somebody would start an audition and then decide they didn't they you know maybe had other priorities or had something come up or they just found it hard that they you know continually did it every year they just didn't know how to stop or whatever the case may be you don't know until that audition starts and if you're not there then you're quite frankly disqualified and that determines you're not on the team so I remember my third year going into the season I was like okay this is gonna be my last season that's what I went in going with but it turned out to be such a great year that I wanted to continue and I ended up staying on the team for two more years even through a COVID year and even after that So it just goes to show you just never know when people are going to retire. And the reason why I say all of this is because it can apply to you. And I know what you may be thinking. You might be thinking, okay, if this many veterans come back, then, and this many veterans don't come back, then I have a, let's say, for example, 55% chance of making this team because they're taking, you know, let's say 10 10 women or men. They're taking 10 people. Everyone probably goes through that in their heads. They think about, okay, the vets are re-auditioning. How many are not coming back? Because I need to know what my chances are. Now tell me you haven't thought about that when when you're auditioning. I'm pretty sure it's crossed everyone's mind at some point. 
And it's totally logical. It's a logical thought and it makes sense because when you're analyzing how you're going to earn a spot on the team, that's something you think about. And when you really want to be on a team, you think about every little thing, every little possibility of how you can make a team and reasons why you might not make a team. So the reality is even the amount of vets that come back and they audition, that does not guarantee that they make the team. Vets get cut and anybody can get cut from a team and nobody's safe. It's a clean slate to prove yourself and uh, for the vets to prove themselves year after year and for you to come in and show that you can be on the team. It's it's crazy how time, how fast time moves because, you know, people are already having these conversations during the middle of a season about how many vets are coming back? How many people you think are coming back next year? It's like, can we get through this year first? Like, you know, sometimes you want to live in that moment, but you also want to think about, you know, what are my chances and what's the team going to look like? That's a valid thing to think about. Uh, and so the truth is every year is different, but I want you to not worry about the number of women or men on the team, the amount of, of women and men on the team, uh, the women and men that might look like you, have the same hairstyle as you, their same name. You can come up with so many excuses about why you shouldn't audition. And those are all uh, excuses about why you wouldn't want to audition. Oh, well, they already have a Jasmine on the team. There's no way I'd they put a second Jasmine on the team. That is crazy. <laughs> oh, they already have a redhead on the team. There's no way they put another redhead on the team. We never know what's going on in the conversations about who is going to be on the team and who's not. We're not in that room. We don't make those decisions. We can come up with every board meeting in our head, audition meeting, directors, choreographer meeting in our head, but we will never know. And I don't think that you should put any more pressure on yourself to try to come up with a, an excuse of why you shouldn't audition. Oh, there's going to be more than half of the vets coming back to audition. I won't have a chance. No, I encourage you not to think like that. Because you could be so close one year and not make it for whatever reason. And then the next year, you make the team. So that, that's just been on my mind uh, lately. And it's been something that I've just thought about um, just with talking with my friends that are on pro teams and already discussing whether they're going to do it again and whether or not, you know, it's going to be something they continue to do and the season hasn't even started yet. I just find it really crazy that how fast and how quick that conversation comes up. So the key takeaway is live in the moment, <laughs> control what you can control. We cannot control everything. 
So what you can control is your prep. What you can control is preparing to be the best version of yourself when you walk out in front of those judges. And so for that, you got to do what you got to do, okay? I want to thank you and those who showed up to the first Technique Tuesday this week. I had such a fun time with you that showed up. And I am so glad that I saw so many of you sweating and really putting in the work in that hour. We got through uh, dance technique and next week we're going to do choreography. So each week is going to be either or. We're going to alternate between one Tuesday we'll do technique. Next Tuesday we'll learn choreography. Next Tuesday we'll do technique, choreography, technique, choreography, and so on and so forth. And these classes for right now are indefinite. So, you know, there's no end to them right now. It's going to be every Tuesday for now. So if you didn't get a chance to come to this week, you have a chance to next week. And I hope to see you there because we're going to be learning a fun routine that uh, from a, a, le- a living legend that I know you all are going to like. Uh, it's going to be pro cheer style, of course. So go ahead and sign up. The uh, link tree is in my Instagram bio. I can also put it in the show notes and also put it in my weekly emails that you can um, click on and then sign up for a class. And yeah, I hope to see you next week. And I thank you all for continuing to um, listen to this podcast and support it and write reviews. And if you heard anything today or in a previous podcast that you liked, and you want to share it with somebody and you you have somebody in mind that might want to hear it too, send it to them. Be a good friend and send them something that would help them. And maybe they're, they're worried about something and maybe you heard something you're like, okay, maybe this might help this person. Send it to them and you'll feel so amazing after doing it. Um, especially because you're helping somebody and don't you always feel great when you are helping somebody or even after you're helping them. So yeah, that's all I have for this week. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you again next week. Have a great night. Adios amigos. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Taking the time to listen while you're busy with all of life's responsibilities means the world to me. If you enjoyed this episode, here are a few ways you can support ICP. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you always get newly released episodes and never miss them. Number two, take a screenshot of the episode you listened to and tag at the professional cheerleader on Instagram. We love to repost your tags and shout you out in our stories. Number three, write a review. This is the best way to show your support for the podcast and helps us bring on even better guests, interviews, and topics. I hope you have a wonderful day, morning, or night, wherever you may be, and are continuing to work towards your goals of becoming a professional cheerleader, dancer, or just someone who loves to move. I'll see you later 
on another episode of the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Remember, stay frosty, friends. Toodles for now.